0: Good morning, this is Bryce Peterson and you're listening to Actually You Can, episode 60, What is Truth? It's hard to believe that Thanksgiving is next week. It's equally hard to believe that it's going to be at our house this year. To be completely honest, I don't even have any memory of where I was or who I was with last year for Thanksgiving. Every other year, we switch off between my side of the family and Brittany's side of the family for Thanksgiving Day. And supposedly, we were with my side of the family last year. And supposedly, my sister from Montana came down and visited. Don't remember it have no memory of it. Fortunately, though, I'm not the only one because Ruby also didn't seem to remember a whole lot of it. She found some pictures in her phone that could demonstrate where indeed I was and who I was with on that day. She has evidence to support the claim and maybe even prove the claim of where I was last year on Thanksgiving. What is truth anyway? The topic of today's episode what is true? When I was in college, one of my favorite classes was philosophy. I only ever took the one philosophy class, but I loved writing papers in there. I really enjoyed the fact that I couldn't tell whether or not our instructor was a member of the church or an active member of the church, you know, and in, in Utah, there's a sporting chance that someone could be a member of the church, anyone you see. There's a sporting chance of that. But he managed to do a very good job of concealing his personal identity and presenting things, the different concepts and the different philosophers of days gone by and some of the ones from not so long ago, and just looking at them for the ideas for what they are. In these classes, the most memorable part of it all Is it really put you in a position to ask questions about what is true? And we really should. I mean, it's not like we have to be doing anything, but there's a fine, gritty opportunity to reevaluate our positions as we move through this mortal experience. Line upon line, precept upon precept. We may be at times wearing mental training wheels. And at some point, we no longer need those things and the training wheels come off and we can more effectively navigate and get a little bit more creative in the paths that we're able to take without those training wheels. Now, where we get into a bit of trouble when it comes to truth is sometimes we get upset about the truth. We want to resist the truth or ignore the truth or wish that the truth was something other than what it is. I don't remember which specific philosopher this was. Uh, I wanna say it was either Aristotle or Plato, but there was the idea of reality itself, which is inherently completely agnostic to what anyone thinks about it. They're the facts of the universe, the historical facts, things as they truly are, and, as human beings as perceivers of the universe we are only experiencing a reflection of reality just a reflection and depending on what lenses we're looking through what perspective we're taking that's going to impact our version a reflection of reality i think it's key to acknowledge the fact that at any given time in our lives We are never in possession of all of the facts about anything. And it's dangerous for us, or I would say limiting for us for sure, to assume that we are in possession of all the truth. We're just not. In this world, there's always something that we don't know. Our perception on reality is our perception and our perception alone. For every person, every perceiver that's ever been in this world, they are going to come from a different perspective. Their version of reality is different than ours. And that's okay. It's not about who's right, who's wrong. We're always yearning to attain what is right. We just want to know the truth. That is a defining characteristic of being human. We want to seek truth. We want to have it. But what do we do with it? There's a fascinating scripture in the Book of Mormon, Jacob chapter 4, which says that the Spirit speaketh the truth. It speaks of things as they really are and as they really will be. It's through the power of the Holy Ghost that we can know the truth of all things. I would submit that it is only through the power of the Holy Ghost that we can know the truth of all things looking at this in the framework of the model circumstances represent truth circumstances are the most boring version of what our thoughts are based around but in the absence of human thoughts about a circumstance they're really not interesting i've heard it said like this Circumstances make very boring news headlines. They don't bring with them very much curiosity. They don't bring with them judgment. They don't bring with them assumptions. But the clickbait kind of headlines, those have human thought inserted into them, which carry with it some kind of emotion. For instance, so-and-so politician blasts other politician over nefarious claims so there was something true that happened there was a real circumstance and it would have been very boring but ultimately what the real circumstance headline would be without human thought inserted into it is politician a responds to politician b about xyz policy see how much different that is that's actually the circumstance but the first version had adverbs in it, adjectives, human judgment, assumptions. It carried with it a completely different energy. So when we are examining our experiences, the things that are important to us, we need to start with what are the facts? What are the absolute bare bones, boring truths about what we're dealing with? Maybe it's the money in your bank account. That's just a fact. It doesn't have any meaning to it until we as humans give it meaning. Let's say, for example, your car is 5,000 miles overdue on an oil change. Even perhaps a less emotional statement than that, overdue might not even be a useful thing to describe it as. Your car, 5,000 miles ago, according to the Jiffy Lube recommendation, was ready to receive an oil change. It's important that when we look at the circumstances of our lives, that we really do start from square one and just examine the facts. And then we can have thoughts about those things, whatever we want, whatever kind of behavior that we're after, that's going to determine what we need to think because our thoughts are going to drive our emotions and our actions flow from that. I was reading recently in John chapter 18 where Christ is having a conversation with Pilate. One of the final things that he says to Christ is what is truth little did he know that he was interacting with the truth the light and the life of the world it was always going to be Pilate that had this interaction with the Savior and I think about Annas and Caiaphas these religious leaders that had such a high opinion of themselves and that facilitated the crucifixion of the Savior it was always going to be them that did that Peter was always going to deny knowing Christ three times that night before the cock crowed. The spirit speaketh things as they really are and as they really will be. Viewing our lives, every one of us has things that we feel, you know, I wish that didn't happen to our family. I wish I never did that. I wish I never went down that road. Why were we afflicted in this way? with this disease or this loss or this calamity or this tragedy. I'm not sure how useful the question why really is, whatever it is that we're fretting about or lamenting over, there is the bare bones version of the truth of what that thing is. And from there we experience our reflection of it. But with the assistance of the Holy ghost, as we plead for God's insight, for us, we can see things as they really are and as they really will be. Things really will be okay in the end. Oh, and more than okay. If they are not okay, then it's not the end. And we know that ultimately eternity goes on forever. And things will be okay if we choose to think about them in this way. What is truth? Let it be our pursuit. And that's it for now.